Hey people, welcome back to the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Celeste. I'm Amber. And we made it. It's the end of March (laughs) and we made it back to the airwaves. We barely made it. (laughs) Let's be real. No, yeah, it's it's been a busy, stressful, etc. kind of month for us, so Yeah. yeah. We're, it's we're, been Well Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I won't I won't ramble too much about that, but we're happy to be back, so Yeah, same, yeah. Yeah, um it's um it's been uh I don't know, I feel like it's been a weird month. Like March has just been really weird for me. I like took a week off. It was like my spring break and I really didn't want to go back to work this past week. Like I just didn't. Oh, I feel you. It was I mentally uh, took a vacation, but I was still working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't blame you. Yeah. I just I I don't know. It it just made me that like entire week made me realize that I need like a month off. Like I just, I'm so tired of everything all at once. This pandemic is like really, it's put a lot into perspective, but also like, it's just really worn me out. Like I'm so tired. I'm so tired of like everything, everyone, myself. Like I just, I just need a break from it all. Oh, man. And, like, I, yeah. Don't bum me yeah. out. We were in a good mood, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I just, I been, yeah, but also, like, it's just real. Like, it's just been, it's just been a hard, um, it was, I don't know. Yeah, this month has been weird. Mm-hmm. This month has been weird. But it's the end of the first quarter, you know? We made it through the first three months of 2021, which is exciting, Cause you know, uh, yeah, it's 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 spring. Happy um, spring equinox! I think that was yesterday. If I'm gonna be, is it honest. really? But yeah. Oh, thank God! I'm so ready to be done with winter. <laughs> it, this winter yeah. wasn't even that bad, but I'm like I'm up here in Chicago, and so it's just you know, I mean everybody says their city's weather is unpredictable, but truly, I mean, it was. Oh, what was it? Last weekend, I think it was like 55, 60 degrees, and then it snowed like two days later, and I was just like, what is going on? And now again, it's back to being like 55-ish, you know, but I'm not holding out hope because it's probably going to snow once or twice more, and then it'll be done, I think. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they predicted snow for us, I think, like this weekend, and it didn't happen, which I was like, thank God, because why? Yeah, that's the last thing y'all need down there right now. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. It was seven. It it's, it got up to seventy last week, I think, and then it like came back down to like fifty. So I think it's supposed to come back up to seventy sometime this week for like a couple of days, what a tease. and then it'll go back down. That yeah. seventy degree point. Once you hit seventy degrees outside, oh my gosh, that's like yes. everything looks so nice and and bright and happy you know everybody's outside in shorts and stuff again i love Mm -hmm. seeing that that's like my favorite like favorite part of the year is right when the weather starts to first get warm and everyone's just excited because you know the weather's nice again love that yeah i'm i'm excited though i have a patio which it's like a 
front it's a front it's a street facing patio so like it's on the street like the sidewalk which I'm part of me wants to decorate and then part of me is like but why like you're just gonna get all the foot traffic and I get a lot of foot yeah. traffic right in front of my apartment and I'm just like but I do want to decorate because then it'll invite it'll make me want to go outside mm-hmm. more because mm-hmm. first COVID is still rampant it's gonna still be rampant over the summer so I'm like I know I'm still gonna be like um social distancing and stuff like that so I was like but I'll have like at least an outside space like I didn't have like last summer that was terrible it was hot and I couldn't really go anywhere so I was just like in the house all summer it was terrible so I was like now I have like a little patio I could potentially decorate yeah we got a balcony for the first time too it's oh man nice it's so nice just I mean even just to go out there for like five ten minutes it makes the biggest difference to me because you don't have to interact with people just to get some fresh air you know like yeah you can open yeah. windows and stuff but i mean because we're in a kind of like a high rise so windows don't open all the way for safety reasons so mm-hmm. you know it if we were here without a balcony i would be pretty salty because i couldn't even you know get that full flow of air in um yeah. but now since we have the balcony like it's really nice but only problem is my cat loves going out there and I don't trust him because he's the type to just be like, oh, I, I'm going to jump and he'll just jump, you know, or because <laughs> I, sick, yeah. like, in our other apartment, I opened the window one time because, you know, it was a nice day. I just had the window open, but I didn't realize that I had also had the screen, the protective screen up from um, like a previous day when I had it open. And so I'm sitting there and I was like sitting by the, the window reading. And I see his, like, shadow walk past me, and I didn't really think anything of it. And I was like, oh, he's going to go sit at the window, whatever. And then I look up, and I'm like, where the fuck did he go? He had walked out onto the ledge of the third floor of the building we were on and was like, like, walking <laughs> on the ledge outside <laughs> of the building. I had to reach out, like, snake my, my body out the window and reach, and I just barely grabbed him before he walked out of my reach i was like oh my god never do this again yeah oh my god so yeah i don't trust him around open areas like that because you know he's so goofy like he's the type of cat to like get lost and then you know just be like oh well i'm lost i I just don't (laughs) i don't trust him to like find his way back or anything yeah yeah i think we'll, we'll probably get him like a little harness or something so he can sit outside with us every once in a while but yeah, it's, you know, it's benefits and uh, not so much yeah. benefits, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about getting a harness for my rabbit. Yeah, you so should. So she can go outside. Oh, she would love that. I am, yeah, but I haven't, like, I would love to take her outside more in, like, a in, in like a more free sense like where she's not like in her care or anything like that but i am so afraid some bird is going to swoop down and pick her up and carry her off that and that would traumatize me for the rest of my absolute life and i just i just don't want to deal so and it's i mean i live in a city but also like i live in virginia so that doesn't really like do anything so for me that so. rabbit is not like a little tiny rabbit you would see bouncing around in your backyard that is a big animal she'll be fine <laughs> she'll be fine no she won't i mean it, it doesn't matter like rabbits are prey animals i understand like, but she's 
big. Like, I don't think she's going to be a target to these little ugly ass crows that are flying around where you live. <laughs> we both do not know that. Okay. <laughs> Until it happens. You're right, you're right. <laughs> and then I'm crying, like traumatized. And you're going to be like, yeah, I didn't think that would happen. <laughs> like, That's exactly well. what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so let's not. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to potentially get her a harness and train her and hopefully, yeah, she'll be able to go outside as well. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for warmer weather, yeah. for sure, for sure. Okay, today's episode is an Am I the Asshole episode. You guys love those episodes. Yeah, this, this where... is, these are the types of episodes we get the most positive feedback on i mean we i think we get positive feedback regardless but this is definitely the type that we get the most engagement on because people just (laughs) i guess like hearing other people's business (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so and i will say that we got a lot of engagement from our last episode so thank you guys so much for watching watching for listening to that episode as well um yeah but we are going to So our Am I the Asshole episodes, if you don't know, are episodes in which we read Am I the Asshole um, questions from people on Reddit and we give our own commentary and other people have given their commentary on you on these questions already but we're just giving our own commentary and unsolicited advice because we can yeah so and yeah so amber and i are going to read a few of them and we'll give our take on them and laugh and be disgusted and you know joke people yeah yeah and uh (laughs) one one other thing i want to talk about with the um the way the posts are set up because we'll read the posts through first is again for anyone who hasn't heard these uh, before um so generally generally how it is is they will make the title um you know am i the asshole for blah 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 and so what they will you know say is they'll describe the situation that they were in the way that they reacted or something that they said that may have been taken um you know taken the wrong way or offensive or hurtful to someone that they interacted with and so they come on to Reddit for kind of like a, you know, kind of like an either an echo chamber or like a sounding board for their issue. And yeah. so Redditors, after they read the post, they can respond um, by saying, yes, you were the asshole because of this XYZ reason or no, you're not the asshole because that was justified or whatever. Or, you know, sometimes we see situations where people will, most people will say, you're both assholes, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so like you shouldn't have done this, but they also shouldn't have done that. So, so, you know, it's kind of just situational, of course, but uh, yeah, so we'll read the post through, um, we'll give our insight and then we'll try to go through maybe some of the, um, a couple of the popular comments on each post. So you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I didn't read any of these through. I just read the title and I was like, maybe I'll read that one. So I don't know what any of these say. I'm sorry if there's bad grammar and I'm tripping over my words. Um, Okay, so this first one says, am I the asshole... Am I the asshole for asking my wife to poop earlier in the day so we can enjoy our evenings together uninterrupted? (laughs) What the hell? Are you serious? Is that an actual post? 
Yes. Somebody. Oh my God. Okay. I can't wait to hear this crap. This literally pun intended. Um, I work a job that keeps me away from home for long hours. My wife is not. My wife is currently not working and stays home. I love spending time with her in the evenings, but we often. But we often will be watching, doing, playing something, and she will have to leave to go to the bathroom for 30 minutes. As you can imagine, this can be quite annoying. I understand that you can't always control the nat- when nature calls, but it's something. It's sometimes every single night of the week. Last night, we had 10 minutes left in our movie, and she told me to pause it and didn't come back for 40 minutes. I was pretty annoyed, so when she came back, I asked her if she could really, if she could try pooping earlier in the day so we can spend more time together in the week. She started laughing and asked me if I was serious. I told her that I was, and she told me she can't control when she has to go. Now, I don't know if that's really true, as I have pooped every morning when I wake up for as long as I can remember. It's not like I never had to poop other times, but that's not the norm. I know everyone is different, but it's kind of frustrating to me that she won't even try. I asked some guys at, in the office today, and all of them said I was an asshole for asking this, but I really don't think I am. It's not like I was at, it's not like I'm asking her to do something I wouldn't do for her or really something that unreasonable. If she tried, and wasn't able to do, I would be okay with that. I like to think I'm a pretty reasonable guy. I don't need dinner to be ready when I'm home. I don't care if the dishes are in the sink. I don't care about any of that. I just want to spend time with, I just want to spend as much time with my wife as possible. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Lord, okay. Um, You want my response or are you gonna? give your piece on it you can what is your response I'll keep mine short i promise okay first of all when you initially read the title i was like what the fuck then i you know obviously as you read through i kind of had a second to think about what he was saying i understand that your love language sir might be quality time with your significant other but you have to also realize that your wife's body is not your body she obviously has some stuff that she's working through you know, maybe she has IBS or something and it hasn't disclosed that to you, hasn't told you that she's been having these issues in the bathroom. You know, they, there's no reason why someone should take 40 minutes on the toilet unless they're either distracted or they're, you know, dealing with something serious, you know, some sort of health issue. So really what you should have asked her was, is everything okay? Because I noticed you spend some a quite, quite a lot of time in in the bathroom in the evening not can you poop earlier so I can spend more time with you and you don't have to keep pausing the movie like that's crazy that is just crazy to to assume that someone could just change up their pooping schedule to benefit you I I I don't know if if this is a thing but I've noticed a lot of men have this like routine where they'll wake up and they'll need to go to the bathroom and that's that's fine I guess that's kind of a cool feature of being a guy or something but I personally have never been able to time my bathroom trips like I can't say oh it's nine o'clock time for my morning I I can't do that like I don't I don't really know too many people who do that 
So to just ask somebody to be more considerate of when they go to the bathroom, I think it's just kind of crazy to me. So I would say, I, I now again, so before I give my final answer, I understand where he's coming from. He's busy all the time. He just wants to spend time with his wife. But you're an asshole for assuming that she would be okay with you asking to go to the bathroom earlier. That's yeah. my response. Yeah, I agree with a lot of your points. It's very... You, you don't care about her. Because if you did, like you said, you would be asking, hey, is everything okay? Like, you've been... My concern, for me at least, is you're spending 30 plus minutes in the bathroom that's a long time girl you need to go to the doctor make sure you're okay like that is someone like if you actually cared about her if you actually cared about her being spending time with you and her being involved in that spending time with you you would be asking questions as to not can't she rearrange her pooping schedule for you it would be more so hey like it's kind of crazy that you've been going to the bathroom for 30 plus minutes is everything okay like obviously i want to spend more time with you and stuff like that but i also want to make sure that you're okay because if you're not what if something is actually wrong Mm -hmm. and then you're no longer here to spend it with me Mm -hmm. so i guess i gotta spend now you get your free time nobody will be interrupting your time alone for you to pause in the movie and stuff like that so yeah i yeah i he's i agree he's an asshole and it's very weird for you to ask someone to rearrange their pooping schedule so you can spend more that's a that's a really dumb and like not a good excuse yeah (laughs) it's like it's just not a good enough excuse for you to ask them to rearrange their pooping schedule for you like how do you have the audacity or why like why would your first question be hey can you rearrange your pooping schedule why wouldn't it be like hey you poop at this particular time so how about we move the movie time up um or maybe we'll do like intermissions between um the movie where you know we watch like the first like 45 minutes you take your break maybe i like check up on social media maybe i I reheat something Mm -hmm. um you know like maybe i'll go like we ordered the food before in the middle in our little intermission the food comes like in like 45 minutes or whatever and i set it up for you and you go take your poop and then we come back and eat like the last half of the movie or whatever Mm -hmm. like instead of that's you're not a good partner at all and well i wish your wife the best (laughs) Well, this is this is one thing I'll touch on with what you just said. I think that's a great point. It seems to me, and, and you know, again, we don't know because we only know what he's told or this person has told mm-hmm. us. It seems to me that they don't have, they don't, they don't do anything on their own. They do everything with their partner. Mm, and, together. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that might be the reason why it's frustrating him so much because he literally can't think of anything to do to occupy his time while she's you know in the bathroom if he was like Mm -hmm. oh well she's you know i know she's gonna be gone 30 40 minutes i'm gonna go work out or i'm gonna go call my friend or i'm gonna go do x y and z or 
play game or something like that like then if if he if that was the case and he had something to look forward to to do on his own and with part of his evening I think things would go a lot smoothly for them because mm-hmm. you know a lot smoother for them because she would she wouldn't worry about having a rush to get back to him if she had some sort of problem or something again as far as we know she could just be on her phone fucking around because she doesn't want to spend time with him that's a whole other <laughs> true <laughs> that's yeah. a whole other thing too <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I just think he needs to find another way to occupy his time at home instead of depending on her to entertain him. And, yeah. you know, he's like, I don't care if dinner's not ready, blah, blah. I'm like, I, that kind of came off a little sus to me because that tells me yeah. he, you know, okay, of course he said she's not working. So, yeah, maybe it's expected she picks up more stuff, duties around the house and things. But it seems to me like, he has all these expectations of her and as soon as she deviates from that by going to the bathroom for too long he's he's yeah. pissed so i don't know that yeah i wish her good luck too but he needs to find something to do with his free time so yeah what, what he sounds s- like oh, go ahead he sounds like the guy the guy who's quote unquote a good he's like i'm a good guy yes he has you to know, tell himself i don't i'm not I don't care about any of that if the dishes mm-hmm. are in the sink or the house is a little dirty because I'm a good guy. Shut the fuck up. Right. Okay. So some of the, um, some of some people said, yeah. um, someone said, some of the responses mm-hmm. to um to this one said, "Look, I'm not some sort of weirdo who expects you to have dinner ready when I get in or a spotless house or whatever. I just need you to have a." talk with your intestines about how they're inconveniencing me okay right (laughs) and they also said i hope she's playing candy crush in there lol thank you yeah my first thought when he said she was in there that long was like oh she's watching tiktok she just gets like you know lost with time or something distracted yeah Yeah. or you know maybe he keeps he's the one that picks the fucking movie and she doesn't want to watch this damn movie so she's like i need a break because this shit's boring (laughs) (laughs) right Another one says, my favorite part is how his body gets to function by biological need, but hers should be a be pro- programmable for his enjoyment. I don't take 40 minutes to finish, finish up in the bathroom, but then I don't need to escape a weird controlling husband who expects me to poop on demand Thank either. You. Thank you. So. Yeah, I'm sure that didn't go over well at all. And then your male coworkers were like, yes. "You're an asshole," and you were just exactly. like, "But I'm not an asshole, guys." Right. So <laughs> like, the the five or so people he talked to at work already told him what he needed to know. He still went on Reddit and posted this dumb ass question. God. Okay. Well, ill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's see. I got a few. I got a, a couple good ones. I want to know if I should save those for last or not. Um. Oh, I got another bathroom one. Here we go. Fun. This one, this one is is just as ridiculous, if not more. Okay, so <laughs> this one, the title is, "Am I the asshole for losing it every time my wife wants my daughter to stop using the bathroom in the house?" So they'll, they'll describe the relation, the family relationship. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, okay, here here it is. I'm just gonna try to read through this quickly. So he says. My wife and I have been together for three years. I have a daughter from my previous marriage. She's 14. I also have a stepson who tends to be rude at times, but is civil enough around adults. He's 16. He and his stepsister get along well. No arguing, no yelling, even better than most siblings I know, which is great and quite a relief. 
Um, we have two bathrooms in the house. My daughter only uses the smaller one since it's always available, unlike the main one that me and my stepson and wife often use. I've recently received some money and decided to renovate the smaller bathroom so that my daughter, uh, oh, recently decided to renovate the small bathroom that my daughter uses since she's complained about things that need to get fixed. I started the renovation two days ago while my daughter uses the main bathroom as an alternative. There were no issues until my wife pulled me aside saying that my daughter's been leaving period products inside the bathroom and it wasn't right because my stepson would see them. I asked my wife for more clarification and turns out my daughter gets rid of her used pads by putting them in the trash can inside the bathroom. Hmm. I told my wife there's nothing wrong with that. So what's the problem? She gave me a look and she called me er ignorant and dropped it. The next morning, she looked upset and told me that my stepson went inside the bathroom right after my daughter got out and probably, probably saw her used pads in the bathroom. I asked if she meant the trash can and it was confirmed. She then proceeded to tell me to ask my daughter to stop using the main bathroom, even though the small one is in the process of being renovated. I absolutely lost my shit and told her she was making a ridiculously unreasonable demand. Told her it's my daughter's house too. Where is she supposed to go if she can't use either bathroom? <laughs> so crazy. We started arguing back and forth and she said, she said she'd talk to her, but I told her to stop it. She just kept giving me the cold shoulder for hours now, even though my stepson has said nothing about this issue as she claims it to be. My wife said she's trying to be a parent, but I treat her um, as an outsider to my daughter. I guess he's saying the wife says um, to the daughter she comes off as an outsider. That's not true. I might have been harsh on her, but in my opinion, she wasn't trying to parent. She was just being unreasonable. I might be wrong. I just don't see her point. Am I the asshole here? My wife is an incredibly private person, but that doesn't mean she can get others to follow. To answer your question, the trash can does have a lid. It's a step-on trash can which doesn't require hands. My stepson isn't even aware of what his mom's talking about. He can barely look around. He always has his phone glued to his face and doesn't pay attention to anything. So, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, the poster is not an asshole. The stepmother is. Because... How in... It just doesn't make sense like it just doesn't like it doesn't make sense i thought when you started this i thought maybe she was the stepdaughter was um throwing them like in the toilet and i was about to be like yo oh my god <laughs> like punish her <laughs> like that is messed up you should not be throwing like sanitary items in the toilet but she's it's in the trash. Yes. And then the you said the, it's with the lid. That's that's how she's supposed to do it. She is a human being that has a period. That is how you're supposed to dispose of. You, you know what? Why? I am so tired of people having children and don't know how to parent or don't want to be parents. Because why? 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 What is the point? Why, your son is, he's a teenager, I'm assuming. And yeah, they he said he's needs 16. to know that people have periods. Yeah. Like, that's just something that happens. You live with two women now. Does he, like, 
what is this doesn't make any no. goddamn sense at all whatsoever it this is matter. nonsensical you have every right to go off on your wife you have every right it is sad that he is that this man had to tell his wife that it is okay yeah that crazy. it is okay for your son to be around women who and people who have periods like it, it it's not going to blow his mind he's not going to like well i would like to think that he wouldn't freak the fuck out if he has questions he can ask them that's your job as a parent like do your job like i just this is dumb and stupid and nonsensical. I don't understand. Like, no one is doing anything wrong except for the person who's upset at someone else for throwing away their period products okay. that they can't control. <laughs> so what's your... And there's no other bathroom. There's no other bathroom. Is she supposed to go to the bathroom outside? That's what I was thinking they were like getting at. Like a dog? Yeah. That's what I was thinking they were getting at. So your response is... <laughs> For the poster. The he's, not the yeah. okay. <laughs> he's not the asshole. Yeah. He's not the asshole. Yeah. I agree. He did everything right. I agree. You know, I will I will say I agree. I, I think he's not the asshole at all. I love girl dads because they tend to be so like fiercely defensive and in the in a positive way. You know, he's like, look, she's she's gotta do what she's gotta do. I'm renovating her bathroom for her because she already only uses that one anyway. So they've never even had to deal with her being in their space. I think the mom just doesn't like that she has to be in oh, her yeah, space. Oh yeah, she don't like her. She, she and, no, yeah. she don't like her. Period. Right. And and so I think the other thing is her, or the mom is super overprotective of the son. Clearly, because if he's yeah. 16 and she's like, he doesn't need to see that. Like, I could understand if he was like. 12 10 maybe, maybe and, and but, but but the hostility that she has you know i can understand if she was like ah oh, i don't want him to see that so you know let's talk to the daughter about you know throwing it away in a different trash can or taking it you know taking it out with her or whatever like i can understand that because you you know it's kind of hard to explain that stuff to a young kid but this kid is 16 he's 16 yeah. he doesn't he's- and he doesn't care nobody cares that much yeah, except he's for probably the mom. already watching porn. Well, already masturbating. <laughs> yeah, maybe I mean, probably had sex mm-hmm. already. Yeah, I mean, like, but we don't know. But it also, and then the other clue, the thing that clued me off is the dad already said they have a great relationship. Those two kids get along really well, so this should yeah. be a non fucking factor. Yeah, like seriously, I just think she's being crazy. So yeah, I'll read through a couple of the um, responses quickly. Of course, we kind of know how it's gonna go, but uh. top comment said she's trying to parent the wrong kid because the dad mentioned that she was trying to parent her and blah 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 Mm -hmm. daughter didn't leave used products on the toilet tank or the seat it was in the trash wife should use this as a good teaching moment for her son not the asshole good for you not the asshole her son lives in a world in which people menstruate uh he's going to have to deal with it there's nothing wrong with him seeing a box of tampons or pads or pads i would say if you don't have a bin with the lid, I advise getting one. But they already, they cleared it up. I think they added that mm-hmm. note at the bottom about the trash can. So it's even less of an issue. Not the asshole. Your wife is raising her son to be one of those weird dudes who has a gag reflex when he hears the word tampon. You know what? I gotta actually say something about that. I, okay. The other day, this is like TMI, but the other day I ran out of tampons and I was out with my partner 
And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, we got to go home, but I, I don't have any. I need to get some. He goes, oh, I'll run in the store for you. And I'm like, he does this every time. And I love him so much for it because he doesn't even blink. Like, yeah, sure. Maybe he mm-hmm. doesn't know which product to get. So he's got to call me and clarify. But he's not ever been one of those people who's been embarrassed to do something like that. And I've definitely met people who are like, ew, oh my God. Oh, you know, they think it's like funny that you have to buy stuff for your girlfriend. You think it, they think it's funny to be in the aisle with the condoms and the diapers and stuff. And it's like you're in your mid 20s and you still think that shit's funny. Like, please yeah. grow up. You know, so <laughs> the way that this mom is treating her son, he's going to be like one of those dudes if they don't, if the dad doesn't step in and teach the son that this is normal. It's expected. Yeah. It's, it's just a good thing to respect people who use these products and not, you know, be disgusted or anything because it's what they have to do. So yeah, it, there's, it's so, it's so easy to, to see when people are raised right versus when they clearly need work in that department that maturity you know with, as far as that's concerned so yeah it's yeah. uh ugh, yeah that that's is just some really weird yeah that triggered me a little bit oh yeah that for other reasons i was pissed but, when i read that yeah yeah yeah, yeah but, but yeah that is uh what in the world i know don't y'all stop having kids just stop <laughs> just stop please because y'all don't know how to raise kids. And y'all don't want to know how to raise kids. Ugh, All right. So take a break. Take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's read one. Maybe that's more tame if you have one. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you purposely pick the ones that are kind of ridiculous. Because uh... I do. Okay. This one... Okay, this one's a little bit more tame. This one says, well, I don't know if this is tame. We'll see. <laughs> this one says, I am, am I the asshole? I am an HOA president and we're making all of our residents keep their garage doors open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. What? So, <laughs> so yeah, okay. What? As the time. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, is this gonna be some Karen shit that I don't want to hear? Oh. You said HOA, know. and I'm like cringing already. Yeah, I mean, HOA by the way is homeowners association. So it's typically, yeah. um, if you're in a development like a neighborhood that's a development of houses, it's usually in the suburbs, um, they'll have an HOA which has all these rules about how your your property should look, how you manage your waste disposal, um, you know, when to water your grass, if there's uh, you're in an area with, you know, low water supply, all kinds of stuff. So they tend to be pretty ferocious depending on where you live. Um, and it also costs money sometimes to have them manage the property yeah. or manage the neighborhood. Th- I've never heard an yeah. upside to be being in <laughs> a part of an HOA. Like, never. No, the only upside is everyone's lawn and house looks the damn same because they make sure your grass doesn't grow longer than three inches or something. Yeah. And I guess if you're that kind of person, and... then you don't mind being in an HOA. <sighs> yeah, I would never want to be in an HOA. It's basically to make sure you and all your neighbors are all doing the same thing. That makes sense to Why them. Why would so I want to be next to someone who's doing the exact same thing as me? We're not right. the same. <laughs> but whatever. That's just me. Okay, anyway. 
as the title states, we are making all our, all our members of the HOA keep their garage doors open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. as there was someone living in the garage of one of the houses oh and God. another was renting out the garage on Airbnb. This is a serious issue which violates the CCR and the values and integrity our great HOA stands for. The values that uphold the standard of our neighborhood. I simply cannot allow people to have illegal businesses and other practices. Y'all, Amber is literally dying. I simply cannot allow people to have illegal (laughs) businesses and other practices which undermine the neighborhood standards. The board and I made a decision to force everyone to open their garage doors from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. to ensure there's no squatters, Airbnbs, or any other funny businesses. Well, the neighborhood wasn't happy about it, with half of the neighborhood refusing to cooperate, so there's a $100 fine for every day they refuse to do it, as well as administrative hearings. No. We have other people who open their garage door by a couple inches these people are undermining the power and integrity of the neighborhood and the hoa these people need to respect our authority i have some neighbors curse i have had some neighbors curse me out and send me tons of hate mail anonymously and i went over to talk to one of the neighbors some crazy veteran with pst probably really unstable and he went on some rant about how he lost his eye serving our country and he sure as hell isn't going to tolerate another tyrant over here Mm. and he will refuse to cooperate and he slammed the door in my face i have a lot of people calling me horrible names and such and i don't understand why yes i understand this is an inconvenience but come on this is for the good of the neighborhood oh my god and (laughs) there's an edit it says i'm asking the mods to lock the comments in the meantime (laughs) stop commenting i've had enough comments which don't agree clearly nobody here is a homeowner or a stupid poor redneck Wait, I have to look this one up. I can't. I have to see this shit for myself, man. Oh my god. I Celeste literally <laughs> Clearly they did not get what Celeste. they wanted out of this HO this um Am I the Asshole? Literally I get Okay, I'm breathing. Okay, first of all, (laughs) first of all, I looked it up. This post got deleted, re-uploaded by somebody else who was like, look at this shit, deleted again. (laughs) So I don't know where you found the original text, but this post has been deleted and reposted and deleted so many times because it's ridiculous. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. First of all, let me just run through a couple of my points here. Ignoring the fact that this person is a big old Karen, okay? This is like Karen, yeah. like 
queen of the Karens to me. Um, how are you going to have, like, okay. You're asking people to keep their garage doors open so that you can make sure that they're not doing something that's against the HOA rules, like having squatters, renting out garage space, etc. Now, it's understandable that you want to prevent these things. You don't want them in your neighborhood, whatever. That's pretty common, especially for things like Airbnbs. They don't like it because it messes with who's there and it's security issue, blah, blah, blah. But is it not a bigger security issue to have your, basically have your fucking house open to anybody who drives yes. through all day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from so you want people not only to, to have their garage doors open all day, what if both you know what if everyone in the household works and goes to school all day so they're not home from 8 to 5 a.m or 5 p.m you you want them to leave their garage door open and just hope that nobody goes through their shit steals their stuff damages things tries to break into their house through the garage door you you think that's the best way to prevent people from renting out and you know something for airbnb that is absolutely insane so i and then the fact that they're like, I've asked the mods to lock this because no one agrees with me. Clearly, none of you are homeowners. Bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up, I, I, she's like, I'm getting all this hate mail. I'm assuming it's a she and she's a Karen, but we don't know. But they're like, I'm getting yeah. all this hate mail and this veteran yelled at me and blah, blah, blah. I said, are you, I'm like, I would be one of those people who'd be at your door and be like, are you crazy? Like, what is wrong with you? Who, one, who put you in charge? And two, why? Would you think this is a great idea? And then why would you be mad when people don't agree with it? Like that, if you know, it's like if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Like clearly yeah. you can't take the heat because you're asking people to do something totally unreasonable and then getting upset when they're calling you out for being unreasonable. That's so crazy. Yeah. You're the biggest asshole. Like that's <laughs> Yeah. That is crazy. See, what I hope happens is they leave their door open and somebody goes in and steals all their shit out of their garage. <laughs> including their cars. I don't care. I want it to happen. If you think you you trust people, you or apparently you don't trust people cuz you're telling them that they need to have their you need to have eyes on their property like that. If you trust your own house and, and your own security on your house, then yeah, leave your shit open and let your shit get stolen. That's all I got to say. I I can't. I can't. This <laughs> That's just, you said this one was more tame. This is more ridiculous than any of them so far. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> That's why when I was like, this might not be more tame. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What do you think? Yeah, no, you're good. Um, someone's playing really loud music yeah, in the car. Okay. And they're just idling. Anyway. um, Yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying. Like, yeah, this is crazy. Um, I was laughing the whole time you read that. I had to mute, yeah, I had to mute the mic. I had to mute our call. I had to mute everything because I was cracking up. Yeah. Um, this sounds like a narcissist. Like, yeah. you sound like a... Com- like, you just... You don't... These people need to respect our authority. Are you... Who the fuck are you? What authority do you have? Like... Oh, and we're fining people a hundred dollars a day if they were refused and administrative hearings and like all this crap. Like these people are undermining the power and integrity of the neighborhood and the HOA. No asshole. 
who gives a crap? If you actually cared about, um, pe- like, the safety, like, actually, you don't even say in this um, at all. Your concern isn't safety. Your concern is that people aren't, follow quote unquote following the rules and listening to what you have to say and not respecting your authority like if it was how like it's only a serious issue because it violates some rules or whatever um the the serious issue the violate know uh, that violates the values integrity of our great HOA stands for like yeah, really that's giving me Trump vibes really, like yeah it really does and then have the audacity to be like oh these people who don't agree clearly aren't homeowners or a stupid poor redneck like really really like yeah the whole attitude of this it makes you the asshole good riddance to you i god bless the people in your neighborhood um i too would curse you out Mm -hmm. and send you tons of hate mail and honest anonymously because oh i put my name on that for sure i don't care Uh, i'd be like this is from your neighbors at 1407 (laughs) by the way fuck you yeah like honestly yeah you're you're an asshole you're probably always the asshole in the room um yeah this is all a hot ass mess like a complete hot ass mess and like i like i said earlier i don't i've never heard anything positive about hoas never heard anything positive about HOAs so so yeah there are a lot of people in the comments saying um that they don't believe that this post is real like this really happened it does seem ridiculous but I I believe Um, it but a lot of people were like um yeah every a lot of people were like oh I read the title said HOA I stopped reading (laughs) yeah exactly and that was and that was it yeah so so yeah um yeah the worst part about this shit too is i've never heard of an hoa that's free so typically when you buy your house mm -hmm. you also have to pay a monthly fee for this uh homeowners association association that yeah to do what they need to do or what they think they need to do so you pay them money for them to send you snarky messages and knock on your door and tell you that you need to hide your track we got in trouble my my parents house we (laughs) used to get in trouble all the time because when it was trash day you had to pull your trash cans in and hide them they couldn't be in plain view so we would just store them on the side of the house like you know the breezeway between uh our house and our neighbor's house and they kept they kept sending us messages like once a year we get a a notice from them being like you need to do this or else blah, blah blah so my dad finally just gave up and he like he built they said they need they need to be behind something or in your garage so my dad built this like tiny little <laughs> half fence <laughs> like it was like <laughs> it's like a, a two-foot fence so, like this tiny little thing and put it behind that and then they sent a notice and he was like well what do you want me to do i'm literally telling you doing exactly what you told me to do and they finally just gave up i guess so <laughs> yeah as they should because what in the world it's so yeah. stupid for yeah it's giving mm. yeah that was yeah, that was some giving, pompous but it's not giving good things. things yeah yeah all right i gotta give one um <laughs> coming up now okay. Uh, i don't okay so 
It's kind of long, but um, half of it is are the edits because I guess this got a lot of traction for this person. So they kept having to go back and add notes and, and they were kind of just giving updates. So I'm just going to read the main part of the text and then I'll read the gist of some of the edits um, just to keep it short. So, all right, this one is, am I the asshole for accidentally calling out a new colleague on lying about her language skills? Okay. <laughs> I thought this one was pretty, pretty fun. Um, okay. So it says last week, a new colleague named Kathy, they're just giving them a kind of like a fake name to refer to last week, a new colleague, Kathy started working at my workplace. Uh, it also says that they're about eight years older than this person posting. So she goes, she instantly stood out on the team because she seems like someone who's very, uh, loud and assertive. Two of my colleagues, me and Kathy, were having coffee in the break room, and we were the only ones in there. Um, we we're the only ones in there, and we we're sitting far apart. When the subject of travel was brought up, my colleague says that she wasn't booking trips anymore because they'll probably get canceled because of COVID. Kathy immediately cut in about how sad she is because she travels so often, and she goes on these far, quote unquote, exotic trips to Europe as her hobby. When I think exotic, I think the Bahamas or something instead of Europe. But anyways, cool. <laughs> Kathy then jokes about how all this no travel business is making her fear that she'll lose some of her foreign language skills. I asked what languages she spoke. She claimed to be fluent in three European languages, among which were French and Dutch. Kathy said she was at a native speaker level, that was in quotes as well, and went on about how people in Europe were always surprised when they found out she wasn't from there. I was excited. This is where I was like, oh shit. She goes, I was excited because I never get to speak Dutch over here. I was born and raised in Belgium, which <laughs> has three national languages, French, Dutch, and English. Oh, I'm sorry, French, Dutch, and German. <laughs> and then of course, I think most people in Belgium speak English as well. It's quite common to be pretty fluent in at least two or three languages in Belgium because you're required to learn them in school along with English from a young age. I told Kathy, and then they say something in Dutch, which I'm totally going to butcher, but it says, Oh, look, dan haben we its gammon lick. What? I wouldn't even have tried. I mean, well, I, I tried. Okay, whatever. Anyways, whatever they said in Dutch and how it was supposed to be pronounced, it, it translates roughly to, Oh, fun, we have something in common then. She immediately pulled the sour face and asked me if that was supposed to be Dutch. I said yes. She laughed at me and said she couldn't understand because I have a terrible accent and must not be that good at speaking it. Now, I don't have an accent. I speak Dutch more fluently than I speak English. I told Kathy that I grew up speaking Dutch and speak it to my family all the time. She got miffed and asked what languages I speak and where I'm from. I told her I'm from Belgium and I also speak French, to which I added, which you just said you speak as well. Cool, we can speak French instead. I acknowledge that I was a bit of a dick here, but by that point, I knew she probably lied about speaking French as well. So she then <laughs> shoved her chair back and angrily got up and said whatever and stomped off. It was awkward. My other colleagues just kind of shrugged and said she shouldn't have lied. 
However, she later approached me and told me I embarrassed her by acting superior about my European heritage. I told her there was no way for me to know she lied about speaking those languages. She rolled her eyes and told me I was immature. A colleague told me that Kathleen had called me a little bitch who enjoys bullying new colleagues. I don't think I was a bully at all. I don't want this to turn into a huge thing. Do I just apologize to keep the peace? Am I the asshole? So that's that's the main part of the post. Some of the edits here. Um, oh, these these are I think in response to some of the um, comments that they got. So I don't want to spoil anything about the responses. So I'll read those edits in a minute. But yeah, um, what do you think? Another classic example of <laughs> jealousy, narcissism, yep. just all wrapped up in a little bow. <laughs> Homegirl is Kathy is just mad that someone checked her ass. Like, girl, first of all, you know, for usually white people call black and brown countries exotic and not Europe, so that's a change. But, um, yeah, for like at your big age, why lie? Why? She's third, supposed to be 33. Why mm -hmm. lie? What is the point? Because why? Like she really thought that I'm pretty sure she's lied at probably other at her other jobs, mm -hmm. and she's been telling this lie forever. And it got and it and it caught up to her. It really did. And someone, I'm to me, it doesn't seem like the the um the op the original poster um really called her out and was like trying to be like. No. OMG, like, do you really speak blah, blah, blah? She just, to me, she seemed like, oh, genuine, like, oh, yeah, that's really excited. cool. Like, someone outside of my family I can talk to. Yeah. Like, that's really exciting. I don't meet a lot of Belgian people, blah, blah, whatever. And she starts saying, you know, trying to converse with her in a, probably a language she's more, um, the original poster is more comfortable with. And homegirl got caught in a lie. And then now everyone knows that you lied and you're new. So now everyone knows you as the liar. And then now to um to make this person look worse, you have mm -hmm. to dump on them mm -hmm. to keep to keep your integrity. To be like, oh, like this girlfriend, she's bitch, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. Like, you shouldn't embarrass me, blah blah blah. Girl, you lied. You lied! Like, that was you! I didn't make you lie. You lied on your own volition. Yep. You are too old to be lying about stupid shit. Um, but, yeah, that was... Girl, that was all on you. Um, not on the original poster. On the Kathy girl. Like, you got got, girl. <laughs> like, you got got. And you're just gonna have to deal with that. You're gonna have to deal with that. But instead of actually dealing with it, you're passing the blame onto someone else because you got your feelings hurt. Like, you you lied. You got caught up in your lie, and now you're trying to double down on the lie and trying to make someone else feel bad exactly. for something that they didn't even try to cause harm or anything. She wasn't undermining you or anything. You just lied, and you got caught up. So now you have to deal with that, and you don't want to deal with that. So now you're being an asshole and making this other person feel bad for doing something that for not doing anything they did nothing to you so 
Yeah. This is why we don't lie, people. If you were boring, just be boring. It's fine. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all right. My thought is, I think they don't live in, like, a major city where it's common to have someone speak something like Dutch or or even maybe French. And so she thought she was going to get one up and impress some people and read off her little English to Dutch, etc. dictionary and just start hammering off some words. Oh, you know, just like, oh, sorry, I, I just... Uh. Sometimes I get my words mixed up because I know so many languages. She thought she was going to be impressing people and shit, but she picked the wrong one. And she also probably could have picked up on OP's accent because I guarantee you if this person who posted this this story is native Belgian and they know three other languages in addition to English, she probably has an accent. And so you should probably be able to pick up and, and say, okay, well, she might not be American because she has this accent, so she probably knows other languages too. So maybe you should take a second and figure out what they know before you try to go lie about everything. And she didn't even, I mean, her, the sentence that she spoke, oh, nice, then we have something in common. That, okay, apart from the last word, which I totally butchered, which is gamin, no, gamin skapolik. Shka, which is, uh, I think, like, something in common. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, it's a pretty simple, I think it's a pretty simple sentence. So she should have been able to get what, what, you know, OP was saying. But she was like, ooh, what is that? Instead, be like, duh, of course you don't speak the language. You're not even going to know something simple like that. Like, that. that's probably Mm -hmm. a pretty, like, common sentence there. So if you were actually native, then yeah or not native um fluent then yeah you should know some shit like that so i'm embarrassed for her and the fact that she had to resort to calling the girl a little bitch just cracks me up so yeah um let me go back read the edits real quick and then we can move on so she said i'm not sure about escalating the hr this is her edit one of her edits um not sure about escalating the hr which a lot of people have told me to do i feel like this might make me look immature to the rest of my colleagues i am the youngest some people have taken offense to me giving the Bahamas as an example of an exotic place um, and making this into a race race issue. I didn't know exotic was offensive in the U.S. Do I think of the ne- Netherlands, Belgium, England, Norway? Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay, she's basically just trying to clear up. She's like, I, I didn't know that. You know, again, because she's mm-hmm. not American. So she's having to kind of like learn some of the stuff as she goes. But yeah, so she basically is apologizing for calling um, uh, the Bahamas an exotic destination, which to her would, you know, maybe be thought of that way. Um, mm -hmm -hmm. Yeah, it's, man, I feel bad for that Kathy lady. I would quit. I'd be so embarrassed. Like, I'd be like, I'm never lying again. And I'm quitting, by the way. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, this is why we don't lie, people. This is why we don't lie. Just Ugh. be who you are, and if you're boring, that's fine. Right? If you feel like you're boring, that's fine. Maybe actually go travel to those countries and learn a new mm. language. Like actually put in the work. But if you don't want to do that, then just be your boring self. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's totally okay. We're not in high middle school and high school anymore. Elementary school, where it's okay to like lie about yourself or whatever. Yeah. Because you're young and what life experience do you have like oh i play basketball 
Yeah. <laughs> Pick me you first. Know, I, like, I play basketball all the time. I'm old school. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if now, like, let it go. Let it go, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, let yeah, it go. Yeah, stop lying Do about your the- skills. Nobody cares enough. If you don't know how to fucking use Microsoft Word, just admit it so somebody can help you learn. Yes. Don't lie. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Okay. Let's do last ones. Yeah. So I'll do one last one and you can do another. Okay. Last one. Okay. So this one says, this one's a little long. Um, this one says, am I the asshole for making a fake stock portfolio for my wife? <laughs> my wife has always been terrible with her finances from the moment i met her before we were married she was swimming in debt yet only made the minimum payment every time while at the same time buying excessive products and items that she couldn't afford she's wonderful in so many other ways but as far as finances go she's a lost cause while we were dating i tried to teach her some financial literacy didn't really stick, and once we were married, I took over our combined finances. Of course, I still kept her informed about everything that I do, but she tends to let me do most of it. Shortly after the market started picking up again following the COVID recession, I started picking up numerous stocks that were cheap, and I told her about it, and when she then asked me if she could have half of our total investment funds to invest on her own. Huh. When, okay, okay, okay. I asked her why, and she wanted to prove to her friends that she could be responsible with money since apparently they were teasing her about it the last time they met. They knew her long before I met her. I told her it wasn't a good idea and I could certainly help her out by setting up a setting up an account with a small amount or one of the numerous simulations out there so she could learn under my guidance instead of jumping right instead of jumping right into our money and potentially losing it all. She refused and we had a big argument about it. She was still admit and I was getting annoyed, so I set her up on a simulation and told her it was a real account. She hadn't even bothered to research real brokers and thought it was the real deal and started investing. We are not done, guys. Fast forward to now, her account has done terribly over the last few months, and she's lost a large portion of money in the account, which she think is real. She put the money into random penny stocks and other garbage, and after reading half-baked articles <laughs> online, probably hoping to next to find the next Apple. Of course, many of them did terribly, depleting her account. She even invested in GME, but only after it showed up on the news. And oh when it God. fell, she panicked and sold her shares. No. She came to me the other day sobbing and said sorry, upon which I asked her if she now realized why I didn't want her to jump to just 
I didn't want her to just jump in without any knowledge. Then I told her that she didn't have to worry because it was a simulation and she got angry at me for lying. Instead of being happy that our retirement isn't flushed down the drain, question mark, and dragged us into another big argument. I failed to see how I'm in the wrong because I offered multiple times to help her and erase and ease her into our finances instead of just dropping her straight in and letting her do what she did to the simulation to our actual account. Am I the asshole? Yikes. Yeah, this is a complicated one. Um, okay, right off the bat, I will say a few things. One, I think the story to me was hilarious <laughs> up until the point yes. where he actually <laughs> admitted to her that she didn't have a real account. So what I think he's saying is, yeah, it's like a simulated account. So they call it paper trading because you it's a good way for in, new investors and people who do things like day trading for them to practice um, their strategies and stuff. It, obviously, you don't have to put up real money. So you get a simulated account, you get simulated money, and everything looks real, more or less, except you know that you're only trading with, um, you know, fake money. So... Yeah, so <laughs> I just think that's so funny because he's like, yeah, she, as I suspected, lost all the damn money in the account and she sold this and she bought penny stocks and blah, blah, blah. I just think that that was cracking me up. But then, you know, my thought is, I think, I don't think it was an asshole move at, at all, move at all to give her a fake account. I think it was an asshole move to not tell her that is not a real account until after all this because she went through all that stress. She probably was was really stressed thinking that yeah. she was losing this money and trying to make it back up and making the whole worse. And, you know, he probably gave her a good bit of, of unnecessary trauma. stress yeah. and, yeah, and drama. Um, so I think it was the right move for him to give her a fake account and practice or whatever. But he should have told her from the start, like, hey, why don't you let, let, you know, I understand you want to get into this, but I really want you to understand, you know, more about how it works and everything like that. So why don't we give you this practice account you can use for a few weeks, get the hang of some things, and then we can sit down together. You can tell me some things that you want to invest in and we can look at it and I can help you figure it out. That would have gone over so much better, I'm sure, because, you know, it, it seems like he already has all the control. And so for him to just say yeah here you go have fun you know she probably felt really empowered for those Mm -hmm. you know few weeks that she had that stuff because she felt like she was able to make some decisions now then of course when it starts to go south all of a sudden she's thinking oh my god i fucked up again like he's gonna be so mad blah blah blah. i gotta fix this i gotta fix this and you know you could have just told her hey it's okay because you're just we're just training you right he could have told her that like Mm -hmm. the first time she made a bad investment like from the very first, like he had all this time to tell her that this wasn't a real thing and she didn't need to worry. But instead he let her suffer for no reason. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of seemed like he was punishing her in a way to me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's I think it's one of those situations where it's like it could go either way. I'm sure a lot of people in the comments will say, yeah, you're not the asshole because you shouldn't trust her with money like that. But then there's probably a lot of people saying you're the asshole because either you shouldn't have let her do it in the first place or you should have told her from the beginning that she wasn't going to use real money. Or maybe just give her like, you know, a couple hundred bucks instead. Instead of, you know, I'm sure this account, he loaded it up with with quite a bit of money because he said um, she wanted to take half and, and try it herself. So I'm sure it was a 
pretty sizable amount. So, mm-hmm. you know, it could have gone over a lot better if he had just given her either a small amount or told her from the start that it wasn't real. So, yeah. Yeah. I, they both suck. They do. They're perfect for each other. Because this makes, first of all, it's a terrible idea to be with someone who you know is terrible at finances and you think that you can change them. You're, you were, this person said that they were when they were dating, they were bad at finances and still got married to this person who doesn't want to, um, they were trying to teach, um, her some finance, financial literacy and it didn't stick and just decided to marry them anyway. It's kind of like, then that's, you kind of set yourself up for this. You set yourself up. So, and I agree with you, like, you shouldn't have lied to her. And even though, I'm pretty sure you're probably just sick, it sounds like you're just sick and tired of the fighting about it, and so you're just like, fine, like, here, do this, and you set her, you, you set her up to fail. You set yourself up to fail, and you set her up to fail. And so, I mean, y'all both suck here. <laughs> like, y'all really do. Like, this is a terrible, toxic situation and y'all need help y'all need professional help y'all need to go to therapy or somewhere um get a um what is it called a a money advisor an accountant whatever to like take over your finances rather than the two of you doing it um or rather than you do controlling it and doing it all and then she just like you know, not having any say part, you can have a third party do it for both of you. So both of you have some sort of say, and that third party is being, can just be like, Hey, maybe I have like a little bit, a little bit of control to be like, okay, well, I'm the third person. I think this is a better way to go about this. Or I don't know, maybe that wouldn't, maybe that's not a good idea either, but the point is, is like y'all need to have a better conversation about um, how to do this. You shouldn't have lied to her about this fake stock portfolio. Like you shouldn't have. You should have been like, you should have from the jump been like, hey, this is a simulation. It's not, I'm not giving you our money because you don't know anything. You should have been honest and been like, hey, you don't know anything. You don't, you have no financial literacy at all. Why do you think it's a good idea for me to give you our, not just yours, yeah. but our money? This also affects me. And if she still doesn't see it that way, then y'all should probably just get a divorce. This is pretty good grounds for not being with someone. Like, Definitely. I don't see why not. Like, and and go about it that way. Like, yeah, this was a terrible, you set yourself up for <laughs> marrying her, knowing that she has terrible financial um, she struggled with her finances and then you set her up to now not trust you because you lied yep. about something so big that was dumb that was really dumb because like you were saying she potentially has trauma now because she 
was fucking freaked out mm-hmm. that she she thought she lost all this money yeah. and was trying to do everything in her power to be like, damn, like I can't believe I lost all this money. This is like half of our money. How are we going to make it back? Now she's trying to make it back and she couldn't make it back and she's just in the hole. And that is traumatic. Money is, I've, we've talked about this on the podcast yes. before, money is emotional. And this is probably money that could make or break someone. She's thinking in her head, so yeah, this was a hot ass mess. Everyone needs help. Y'all figure it out. Please don't date people who please don't put yourself in this kind of situation. Don't this is a compromise that shouldn't have been made in this kind of relationship at all. Period. Like you shouldn't if if finances are so important to you, you shouldn't have compromised by marrying someone or being with someone who is not good at finances. Her friends know that she's not good mm-hmm. with her finances. Everyone knows. And you still decided to marry her. Y'all could have kept dating. And you could have just been like, hey, um, let's um let's date when or let's get married we won't get married until you get your finances in order because if she has debt because if your partner has debt you and you guys get married you take you take on your partner's debt no matter how much it is mm-hmm. and the government can garnish your wages as well as them yep for any debt that they've incurred so yeah guys let this be a lesson learned or a lesson that y'all can learn that you don't have to actually deal with ever <laughs> just store it in the back of your brain because for this yeah. for these two Oof. people yeah no this was a everyone um a lot of people in the comments are saying everyone sucks here like everyone no there isn't a lot of people who are saying like he isn't the asshole or she's the asshole or whatever. Everybody's like, everyone just sucks. Like, they they should, um, he shouldn't have lied and all this other stuff, so. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. these are, these are tough for me. I mean, not tough, but <laughs> they, were, they were tough for me to believe people were, had the audacity to be like, am I wrong for this? Like, mm, I don't know, because... <laughs> But the way I feel, like, come on, seriously. Yeah. It, ugh. anyways, yeah. um, okay. yeah, this should be the last one. You okay, know, the last one. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do a quick one. I feel, I feel bad because we should have had more where it was like a really tough. Like, yeah, I don't know, it could go either way. But man, I was, I sifted through a good bit of these, and most of them were either like you're not the asshole you're you know you're overthinking this that person that you're dealing with is crazy or like uh yeah bitch you're crazy like <laughs> seriously yeah. okay yeah so here's my last one um it says am i the asshole for bluntly telling the people i work with that no not everyone in the office can afford to buy a house so let's see Okay, says, my coworkers are usually pretty good to work with. The average salary for them is about 100K plus. I'm their admin assistant and I make about 32K. Anyway, some of the things they say are kind of weird. For example, one woman was shocked that I never had any of my clothes tailored before. I think they just really get caught up in their own reality, you know? Like, in their world, everyone is beautiful and skinny and rich with purebred dogs and perfect white teeth. 
I was helping organize some something and someone announced that they finally bought their first house. The conversation continued on to them being kind of rude, like, ugh, I don't get why people think no one can afford to buy a house. It's not that hard. And someone was like, yeah, I can't imagine being in my 30s and still renting. I'd feel like such a failure. And they all agreed. I don't usually get upset about the shit they're talking about, but I finally had it. And I was like, I'm 38 and I still rent. I don't think I'm a failure. One of them was like, oh, well, we weren't talking about you. It's just that all these people always go on and on about how impossible it is to save for down payment. I was just like, yeah, it is pretty hard. It was obviously a whole, it was obvious the whole atmosphere in the room changed. So I was like, anyway, and got up and left uh, to go back to the main office and get back to work. Later on, one of the other women in the office came up and was like, hey, I'm sorry about earlier. I didn't mean to offend you. It got kind of awkward in there. I said, yeah, it was pretty awkward listening to them talk about how they'd feel like a failure if they were in my shoes. She said that's not what she meant. She actually meant that it felt like I was trying to call attention to the wage gap, like it was their fault. And if I wanted to do better myself, they could help me figure out how to apply to schools and work my way up just like they did. I kind of, I know, I kind of said a half-hearted thanks. It's been weird in the office since then. I know money is one of those no-no topics, but it's not like it's a secret that only I make what I make. Am I the asshole? Forgot to add, we don't have HR, and this isn't really an HR thing. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't even know where to begin. I know. Like, the audacity of people who have never had to struggle in their life to tell people who have had to struggle their entire life how to do money things always and will continue to blow my fucking mind how who the fuck are you like Mm -hmm. truly who are you you know damn well that that receptionist does not make a hundred thousand plus period You know that. You know that for damn sure. And you have the audacity to say all this stupid shit in front of them because you have that privilege and you have that power and you don't have to think about who you're talking to and what you're talking about in your workplace because you see this receptionist as subservient to you Hmm. because they're a receptionist and they, you know, they don't make that much money. You know that. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. Mm-hmm. You know that. So fuck you. And the uh, the poster is not the asshole at all. She stood up for herself and said, hey, I am 38 and I make what I make and I do not own my own home because y'all don't pay me enough. If y'all actually did pay me enough, maybe I would a- be able to buy a house. Yep. ain't shit in this country. It's just not. And then you have the audacity to come back and be like, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it that way. No, you meant it that way. (laughs) You meant it that way. Because those are the things that you said out of your fucking mouth. You Mm -hmm. meant it that way. And then be like, oh, well, maybe we can get you a better education. How about you just pay me more? Yeah, that's, oh. If that you really can make six figures, how come I can't make twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 more? And what makes them think that At we least. don't have good education anyway? 
So, yeah, I don't know. You're definitely not the asshole. Fuck all of them. Please, listen, y'all, listen. These companies, you don't owe these companies shit. You do not owe these companies shit. It is a paycheck, okay? So if you need to go find another job that pays you more money, go do that. And find a job on their time too. Go do that shit. This is a paycheck. You don't owe these companies shit. Mm. Go find you someplace else that will actually value you a little bit more. Because these companies don't value nobody except for money. So go if you need go find you another place of work. And when you put in your resignation, they're not gonna remember you. They're not they don't care. They're gonna pretend like they care and be like, oh, like, is this about that one time? Yeah, bitch, it is about that one time. Mm-hmm. And what about it? What you gonna do now? You gonna find someone else to replace me, and that's just gonna be that on that. You're gonna go back to your rich life with your tailor suits and your ridiculously red dogs and your like two houses on the hills like no one you don't care about me you don't care about me because you said it and i heard it and i called you Mm -hmm. out on it and you got upset how do you victimize yourself in someone else's story Mm -hmm. y'all man people with money got the audacity just to be terrible and y'all need to find somewhere else to do it so yeah you are not the asshole this yeah, this reminds me of two things. One, um, just back on this point that you just made about how these companies don't really care about you. When I I worked at this company, I'm sure I mentioned this at some point earlier, maybe even recently, but I worked at this company for uh, two and a half, I think almost three years, and I left that company to get hired on by uh, another company I was working with, and when I left. Uh, I, I called my boss as I was working. I wasn't working um, on site. I was uh, away. Uh, so I wasn't, you know, on site to tell my boss in person. So I had to call him. So when I called him, I told him I was resigning. I was given my two weeks. I didn't say I'm quitting today is my last day. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't mean or anything. I said, hey, you know, I found a better opportunity. Um, I'm going to get my two weeks. I'll do whatever you need me to do in these next two weeks to make the transition smooth and blah, blah, blah. And he said, really, you're, you're leaving? That's pretty shitty. And that's why I was like, I'm making the absolute right choice. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get away. So those last two weeks for me, breeze. It was amazing. It was great. Because I because I was like, this, this just totally cemented my decision. You know, because before I was fretting, I was like, am I making the right choice? Do I really want to do this? Blah, blah, blah. I put all this time and energy at this other place. And then my boss doesn't even hear my side of the story. He cuts me off to say that's pretty shitty. And then he hangs up on me. Then he sent me this email like a day or two later, like, oh, we're so sad to see you go. I, I didn't even read it because I was like, why would I want to hear anything else from your mouth? Yeah. You know, so and then it turned out he created all this other drama for me at my new job. But that's another story. And then the other thing I'm reminded of is and I think I might have just mentioned this in the last in one of our last few episodes. But when I worked at um, uh, like a liquor store, like a wine and beer store. I had somebody come in and usually our customers that are the customers that were like the worst were the ones who um, were buying expensive stuff. They, you know, high income, drive a decent car, blah, blah, blah. They came in, they'd spend like 40 bucks or a hundred bucks on a bottle, you know, like it was nothing, right? They were usually the ones who were super um, rude 
And, you know, it's just like an entitlement thing. Like, ugh, you know, oh, I've got to go to this retail store to get my wine, whatever. So I, at that point, when I, when this story happened, I even, I was working three jobs. So I had my main engineering job. I had a part-time job where I was helping my friend's mom with something. Um, and then, and I did that on the weekends, like every couple of weeks. And I also had a night job and a weekend job at this wine store. So I was working like every day of the week for like 12 hours a day, most days. So <laughs> this guy comes in and he's in line and he's impatient because it, it was just busy. It was like, I don't know, 7 p.m. So there was a lot of people in the store just getting stuff for the night and for the weekend or whatever. He's, he's mad because he has to wait in line to buy his two or three bottles, right? He finally gets up and, you know, I'm chatting him up because I like to chat up my customers. He finally gets up to me and he's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, um, I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but he said, I said something about like, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what I said, but it doesn't matter because he, the way he responded, he said, oh, he's like, well, I have a real job to get back to blah, blah, blah. You know, like he was basically trying to say like, I don't have time to talk to you because I have important shit to do, not like stand here mm -hmm. and talk to this random broke chick working this retail job. I said, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'll be right there with you. Um, I, I gotta get on, on the highway first thing in the morning. And you know, if I don't get into the office by, you know, or if I don't get on the road by 7 a.m., I'll be late to work, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, I, you know, this is just my second job. I have a, uh, another job. Um, he was like, well, he was like, what do you do for this other job? And so at this point, other, other people in the line are listening to me. And so again, I'm trying to be professional, but it's me. So, you know, I had to throw my little jab in there. I said, oh, well, I, I work as an engineering. And he was just kind of like, what? Like, what the fuck? And so the lady behind me, like I saw her eyebrows go like, oh shit. Like she raised her eyebrows like, oh shit. And I was like, yeah, you know, if I, if I don't get on the highway by 7 a.m., I might be late. So, you know, I gotta do all this. And he was like, what do you, he was like, what? And then, you know, I kind of tripped him up and then I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I said, yeah, I'm working every day, the, uh, every single day of the week, but you know, it's worth it because I, I enjoy having, um, you know, multiple jobs. I enjoy being busy. And he just kind of like stopped talking. Like he was just like, oh, okay, that, that's good. That's good. And then he left and the next lady came in. She was like, don't ever let somebody talk to you like that again. Like shut them down immediately. Cause that's ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, I know, you know, it's only, I can only say so much. Right. But this is the kind of shit it's like that yeah. entitlement those people who assume that they are better than you and they don't even know your situation i hate yeah. that shit so much so yeah i i commend this woman for standing up for herself and mm -hmm. you know i hope that she is able to move on from that and not deal with those idiots <laughs> any longer because mm -hmm. it, it's just it's ridiculous to have to you know because it's like you have to listen to them talk shit and then you have to to do shit for them that you know they come up to you an hour later and be like can you make me copies or can you make me a phone call or i need to schedule it like i would oh i hate that i yeah. hate it so much so yeah that that's a uh, that's it and you know the the comments echo the same you're not the asshole they're in a echo chamber filled with people just as privileged as them you called them out yeah. and instead of taking it at um as a lesson of heart, they double down and are now blaming you. Yeah, so yep. it's, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's the kind of shit we have to deal with, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. What a depressing yeah. note to end on, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's depressing. I just think that, you know, it's just all of these, 
feel like this episode is just like lessons learned like don't yeah don't let especially this last one like don't let anyone tell you your shit just don't like people yeah like that like the one of the comments said like these people live in echo chambers you know like Mm -hmm. they only hear themselves yeah they only hear themselves and honestly they go out of their way to not care about how other people are treated or anything like that because it requires them to like have to self-reflect on like who they are and what they're doing and who wants to do that so so yeah but that is the episode i hope you guys like this one yeah um this was fun these these were i feel like i was ranting a lot which i mean i don't like to rant so (laughs) (laughs) so it's all good (laughs) yeah so our last segment is what's got you hot do you have anything this week (sighs) i did not think this far ahead dang it um every episode it's like why do we have this? It's like segment? clockwork. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> I just I'm gonna just this is like a total random rant, but why does the city of Chicago not want to fill these massive freaking potholes all over the city? I I literally. Every time I get in my car, I'm like, this is going to be the one. This is the day where, where I wreck my car in a pothole. Because they're not even potholes. Most of this, like, and it's, it's on major roads. It's not like some random side street where nobody really drives down. It's major arteries in the city with these sinkhole-sized potholes. Where I'm just, I, yeah. I, 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 I literally watch people fuck their cars up every time I get in the car. And I'm like thinking it's going to be me this time every time like clockwork it's uh, you know it's bad when you you already expect to have you have to like check either lane just in case you have to swerve your car out of the way last second to not hit a pothole like I'm, I'm literally I don't even look forward that much when I drive I look to my size because I'm like I need to make sure I have an exit strategy for when this giant hole at 34th street pops up <laughs> and I gotta take that sharp left and get out of the lane like it it's it's crazy they get and they get worse every year and then they spend the whole freaking summer trying to fix them all and they just do this crappy patchwork and it just reopens the next winter that's what they need to like yeah they need to do a redo and just dig everything up and replace it because obviously i mean patchwork is cheap and it's like the cheapest and most it's the cheapest way to do it. I was going to say effective, but it, clearly it's not. Um, it's just the cheapest, like, it's a Band-Aid over uh, a wound. So, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, in some ways, though, there's one benefit I see. It gives me free chiropractic services because I feel like I get a freaking spinal adjustment every time I hit one of them damn things. I mean, like, my whole body gets rocked. Like, <laughs> I know. No, seriously, they're they're insane. Like, I, this is some crazy. crazy shit. Like, and then you got the city bus rolling over them and stuff. And like, you could, you're, you're literally throwing around this little old lady with her groceries every Aww. two blocks because there's, <laughs> it's nothing but potholes. It's crazy. Yeah. Ugh, that's what's got me hot. 
Because I almost because yeah. I almost wrecked my car yesterday hitting one real bad. So oh, I was a little pissed. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's got me hot? Two things. One, happy birthday to Animal Crossing. It's been one year. Shout Yay. out to the game that got me through twenty twenty. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Um I'm excited for the future of that game, to be totally honest. Um, I'm really excited. They're, they've had, like, so many releases this year. If you need a really good, like, chill game where you're trying to get into gaming but you don't know what to do, my two, like, my top two games that I recommend to everyone is Animal Crossing and Sims. Sims is on the PC. It's also on Xbox, but I would suggest going on pc first if you have enough space on your laptop or computer because um you can do there's way more like customization available on pc versus your xbox um but yeah and then animal crossing i mean you have to buy the switch if you don't have switch but um but yeah, I those are the two my two games that I recommend to anyone who's trying to get into gaming or just wants to do something like super super chill, um, gaming wise. But yeah, shout out to the whole Animal Crossing team out there. They're really, they're doing the work. They're really doing the work. Um, I love I fucking love that game. Um, my second what's got me hot is okay so. This, this is going to be ranty. Um, so this person I follow, this like creator, influencer, whatever that I follow on Instagram, posted that, this was like a couple weeks ago, they posted that this candle brand um, did like a, did like some special like arty, like artistic like lids for because it's international women's month and it was just black history month so they were like for a limited time only they were they had like the they had they had an artist commission some art for their candle lids and they're going to be sold in store and a lot of the art was of like black and brown women and it was really cool but one of the art one of the pieces of art that was on the candle lid was um this influencer's likeness like it was her it was like based on a picture that she took of herself and it was like and it was when you saw it you could you when you saw the um when you saw the lid you were like oh that's so and so like you could totally tell that it was her and She, like, posted about it. She was like, why is my face on y'all's candles? Like, this is weird. And, um, and everybody, and then obviously, like, all of her followers, and even I, I went onto their Instagram, and I was like, hey, like, y'all put her face on y'all's candles, and she didn't get paid for this. She didn't know, like, all this stuff. And... It was just like really crazy. And then their initial response was like, oh, well, we bought the art. So you're just going to have to talk to the artist about Are you all of that stuff. And I was like, this is so not how this down. fucking works. <laughs> they doubled down. 
this is not how this works. Just because you bought someone else, you bought art from someone else doesn't mean that it's not fake or wrong. Like what is wrong with you people? And why are you passing the blame onto a small creator who is also a black woman? Like, you're still in the wrong. Like, it doesn't matter. This is your problem now. Just because you bought the art, it's not your problem. Like, oh, we just bought the art. Like, we didn't make it. Okay, and the girl deserves her money or her recognition or anything like that. Like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, these companies are getting bold because I keep seeing that shit more and more. Like, make makeup brands. Like, I've seen uh, this one girl in particular. She she went and pitched something that I think it was Sephora. I don't think it was Ulta. I think it was Sephora. She pitched something to Sephora. They said, ah, thanks, but no thanks. And then they made the same freaking product with her same ingredients and everything and branded it as their own. They even took the same casings and everything like the samples she brought in they it looks identical to what she pitched to them and they're selling it and not giving her credit and i haven't heard twice i think like these brands are getting bold like it's really really concerning y'all want to talk about black lives matter and y'all want to you know have the audacity to be like yeah protect black lives and you know like you know support small businesses and all that stuff all that talking and when it comes down to brass tacks and y'all actually doing what you're supposed to be doing when it comes right down to it no you don't do any of it and you continuously show us that you don't actually give a fuck y'all be saying shit but you don't actually mean it i mean in the end though they did you know end up paying her and you know letting home the artist know like hey like you can't just be using anyone's likeness and selling it to other people like you can't do that i don't blame the artist for for that she seems young and i have a lot of grace for um black women and stuff like that and maybe she just didn't know the laws you know a lot of that stuff is gray area all that stuff or maybe she saw the image and just thought it was Maybe she saw an image of an image and thought it was someone else or it was just random or whatever and didn't realize that it was this an actual person's like likeness. But so I don't pass too much blame off of to her, even though like, you know, she needs to do better with that kind of thing. But y'all doubling down on the fact that y'all messed up and then trying to pass the blame onto someone else instead of taking accountability of the shit that you got yourself in is fucked up it's 100 percent fucked up i will never i don't think i ever supported that candle brand i will never support them which is fine because i wasn't ever giving them my money but i will never go out of my way to buy their candles because what the hell like I'm just, yeah, that was, like, really fucked up, and that had me hot, and I was, yeah, that was crazy. I was, like, on their Instagram, like, y'all need to give this girl her money. What is wrong with (laughs) y'all? Because she's always so sweet and so nice, and she's very pretty, and, you know, she just, she's got the game on lock. Like, her pictures are immaculate. Like, she's really good. She's a great designer. She, like... And her likeness is very unique. Like, no one can... I haven't seen anyone else on the internet who remotely 
is like her like she's very on her own page and like for someone for that whole thing to go I'm glad it got resolved but there's a lot of instances where this kind of stuff does not get resolved at all and it was just it was also really nice to see like black women just rallying around each other on the internet we all don't know each other but we were rallying around her and being like hey we need to protect this person at all costs and it was great to be a part of that so yeah so yeah that is what's got me hot yeah and that's the end of the episode and there you have it so this was the slight sarcasm podcast i'm amber i'm celeste as always, we want to thank you all for listening. We do encourage you to take a look at our social media, which will be linked in the show notes. And you can also email email us with uh, questions or suggestions at the slight sarcasm podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, thanks again. And we hope you join us in the next episode. Bye.